0: Told you, Loving yourself could change your life. It can and I know from experience. I'm Low, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey everyone, it is Low. Thank you for tuning in. Oh my gosh, the rest is still unwritten in your life. We just got done last time talking about my pageant journey, and that totally leads into this. What do I mean by still unwritten? Every single page, like imagine your life as a book full of blank pages. You are writing every single page moving forward. So it's not like because you did X, Y is out there and you can't change it. No, everything is unwritten going forward, and you have the opportunity to design your future. I mean, what is more exciting than that? And because you're already going on the self-love journey, you've been tuning in here, you're doing things outside of here to really, you know, grow how you view yourself in terms of loving yourself. You're taking steps to challenge yourself, to move forward and achieve these new things. I mean, what an exciting future do you have in store for yourself? And being able to design that is amazing. And you don't even need anything else. You have all the power. You have all the tools. You have everything you need to design this amazing future today. Yeah, that's right. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to change anything. You have been doing the work. You are in it. You are growing. You are changing. You are living life and designing that. So just think about this. When you're designing a future... And really, writing what you want to have happen moving forward, the biggest hurdles in your life are ones you're usually imposing on yourself. It's the ones where you're telling yourself, "Oh, I can't do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up and say that, or I don't. I don't know that I'm going to be able to acquire the skills I need to really do that well." You know, think about it. If I had done that with this podcast, one, I wouldn't be sitting here talking. But if I had really let fears and, you know, hurdles in my way, which I did in the past. So let me break into that a few years back after grad school. I actually had thought about doing a podcast back then about five years ago. And I didn't until today. Right. So it took me five years to get through my hurdles. But at the time I felt really overwhelmed. I had looked into it. I done, I did all this research. I was reading about everything. I was trying to understand the right steps. How do you do it? But for whatever reason, everything I read seemed like, "Oh my gosh. Yeah, I that's too much. I don't I can't even process that right now." And I would look at something else and I was like, "Oh, I no. Can I even sound good? Will my voice be okay? Will people even want to listen? What would they want to listen about?" And I think I've realized now, like, the real true block in all of that was the topic wasn't right. It wouldn't have been about loving yourself inside out. It would have been about something else. And that's probably where the misalignment was happening. But at the time, all I kept telling myself was no. Like, everything I even thought about, no, can't do that. Like, it was very quick, too. I just remember I would be like, oh, I don't know if I can... I don't even know what mic to buy. Like, no, do I have the money to buy this? Like all these, everything. I was looking at everything and saying no and feeling overwhelmed. So it's the minute you're able to break free of your own limits that you're placing on yourself is when you're going to start being able to say yes. And you're going to be able to design that future that you want and grow into this person you want to be. And if you haven't created a vision board yet, which we've talked about in a prior episode, I highly encourage you to go out and do that because it gives you a visual to really cement in your brain of where you want to go. And your vision board doesn't have to necessarily be about all these big accomplishments or anything. It can even be putting like, I don't know, a picture of a meal or something on there. And that represents that you're going to meet with people, you know, or go out socially and socialize over good food with friends or family. So it can be anything you want, but get that picture in your mind of what you want your life to be and really try to achieve it because life gets so busy and we can fall behind and get stuck in the cycle of, you know, if you have kids, which I don't, so I can't I can't fully relate on that, but I know that it's like, oh, I've got to do this for them. They go to school, after school activities or daycare you know, we've got a sports on the weekends, all these things, but you need to carve out a little bit of time for yourself. Or if you don't have kids like me, you tend to fill the time with all these other activities. I've got a, I've got dance class. I have Toastmasters. I have work. You know, I need to go to this workout class. Like you fill it with other items that become just as busy where you're on the cycle of, this is my schedule. Let me look at my calendar. And this is how my day is built. So you need to dream and get outside of that and let yourself be creative to really determine what it is you're going for. As you're learning to love yourself more, you're going to start thinking yes about things, that you want to try new things. You'll get excited about these little challenges. In my past, when I really started getting to this point of loving myself, I challenged myself to new physical type things. Um, as much as I could. And what I mean by that is I was really starting to know this new side of me who was adventurous and was daring and wanted to test herself physically. So I signed up for Duathlon. Um, I even have a tattoo on my foot of the logo from the Iron Girl, which is the first event that I did in um, Bloomington, Minnesota. It was close to the Mall of America, um, but it was an all-female race, and I figured out how to invest in a road bike. The first one I did, I should say, before I invested in the road bike, the very first race I did with them, I did it on my husband's mountain bike. I did not have a bike at the time, and it was something new, and if you know anything about Bikes, they're not necessarily cheap, especially if you're getting into the road racing or road design bikes. You know, there's a lot of things that go into the light frames and the wheels and things that make them move faster. So I was a little afraid to go out and invest in this bike. Here I am, like, I'm going to do this duathlon. And that's pretty much the idea came into my head. I think I saw an advertisement at work and I was like, yep, I'm going to do this duathlon. So let me go out and start training on a bike. So I looked up like how to start riding a bike, not obviously I knew how to ride the bike, but like how to start doing this training plan um, for duathlon because the duathlon requires running and biking and it's a longer distance, but you know, I I got a plan in place. I started practicing for it on my husband's mountain bike. And so I did my first race on a mountain bike and I I realized, okay, definitely need a road bike. Like, (laughs) mountain bike did not quite fit in with everyone else. And also I was struggling a whole lot more than they were on those hills. Um, so, but I made it through, I did not stop. I kept going the entire way and it was an amazing accomplishment. So I, I got a road bike and then I did the duathlon again a second year. But after that, I was like, I can do more. I started a triathlon. So yes, I, I hate swimming in anything but pools. I'm I I don't like fish in the water or let me put it this way I don't like being in their space to me the the lakes the oceans that's their space their home and I'm invading it um and so I'm just I don't know I'm just not somebody who's like yeah let me go to the river and float or hang out in the lake like that's I'll be by the lake I'll be on the side but I'm not the one in it but for this I got myself into a lake I even practiced and likes in advance of my race because I wanted to make sure I knew what to do. And so I got into triathlons and then I got into running a half marathon, one and done. I'm a one and done half marathoner. I, I thought I was going to want to run a full marathon. No, 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 no. I halfway through the half marathon decided I didn't even like running the half marathon, even though I trained all the way for it and like the appropriate buildup and like peak on race day. I did all of it. And I was prepared for it. I mean, I, I did it, but I hated the last miles. I, every second of it, I hated. Uh, but I did it. And the reason why I kept doing it was because I, at that time, was I'm going to challenge myself physically. This is where I am, the headspace I am in. And I was designing this future. And it was like every time I accomplished something, I was loving myself a little more. And I was excited about where I could go. So everything's a building. You're building like these blocks and moving and going and growing and you're challenging yourself. I do have to share just kind of like how I shared in my patent journey episode that I fell in heels and was highly embarrassed. I I did biff it on the bike a few times. In fact, one of them was actually kind of scary. Um, I was out training early morning. This is on Wisconsin kind of back road-ish, like not on main highways, you know, a two lane road without really lights. And I hit a gravel patch and I remember the bike like sliding and it was dark because Wisconsin gets hot in the morning, like it does in Texas and it's humid. And so we're talking early morning that I was out doing this bike ride. And so it was kind of, you know, dark still. So I hit this patch and I went sliding across the road. I damaged my husband's bike because this was still when I was on his bike so here I am borrowing his bike and damaging it but not only that like my phone went sliding across the road I slid across the road and then of course like the semi comes and thank goodness I made it to the other side and it slid off the road and the bike wasn't in the way and the semi could go through but it was this very like oh my gosh like ah, accidents happen and I didn't let that deter me even though it like I had to call him I needed a ride I was very bloody and I still have, you know, scars on my elbows and marks from that incident. Um, you know, you have to pick yourself up and you have to keep going and I was slightly embarrassed. I mean, I laugh at it now that I, you know, slid across gravel. I was pretty silly I shouldn't have been out biking in the dark on that road at that time, but it's kind of like a learning experience, right? And that very easily could have derailed me from my path. But it's in moments like that where things, the barriers start to come up where you realize, okay, maybe I can't, that you need to break through and tell yourself you can. Um so while that was it's a funny story now to me, um, I find humor in that I slid across and still have scars. It's kind of like my like, you know, I don't know, my battle wound of sorts from that. but thinking about that and challenging yourself building on these moments where you have a weakness or you're growing and going, you've got to just use it all as little blocks and keep going because the future that you're writing for yourself is exciting. You're becoming more knowledgeable about different things. You're experiencing things outside your comfort zone. And all of that is building you up to grow and love yourself a little more. You're challenging yourself to be a different, slightly different person than you were, and it's not like you're changing anything in the past. You're not rewriting who you were and saying, "Oh, that's bad." No, you're just exploring a new facet because we're multifaceted people. There, you know, one thing while you may love it forever, may not be like your passion always. It may fade, and something new may come in, and you may go back to it. Since I did all that, the um, we were moving. I think, yeah, we were moving from the beach cities to Anaheim. I sold my road bike at that time, I think because I thought, where am I going to put it in Anaheim? And I was kind of overriding. I haven't been on a bike since. So I went through this phase of doing all these races and running and biking and swimming. I also have not gotten back into lake water. No, no, no. I've stayed out of that. But So I'm over that. I'm over that phase of my life. Like It was really strong and prominent for such a long time. And now it's completely gone. It's it's great memories. Some funny ones. A lot of learning along the way. I just remember the first time I swam in a lake. And I got out and I noticed all this mossy stuff. Like all over me. And I just remember thinking. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I need to shower. Like <laughs> uh, for somebody who does not like lake water. Or feels like they're invading fish space. Like swimming in lakes is no point oh. Um, but I did it. And it was all to challenge myself and tell myself yes. So the more you do and the more you grow and those blocks you're building and these ways you're writing this future of yours, you're telling yourself yes. And yes is powerful. I mean, there are books out there, there are studies all about the power of yes. There's a reason for it. Yes is positive and it tells you you can go and you can move forward. And by believing in yourself and telling yourself yes, you are loving yourself that much more and you are just creating Amazing words to place on these blank pages. Again, you are creating amazing words to place on your blank pages. You're writing this future. You are developing new skills. You are developing new journeys. Maybe you're taking trips. Maybe you're challenging yourself to go on a safari somewhere. Maybe you're challenging yourself to backpack in a place you never thought you would. But all of these, you're broadening your vision you're seeing things through different lenses you're experiencing more cultures you're learning how you interact in different spaces and you're just becoming this great person and a lot of times we just do these things without really thinking about what's happening to us but it's when you start thinking about how you're changing and growing and you're giving yourself this positive energy back more things start to happen more opportunities come where you're saying yes And when you are in control of your pen, even when things you can't control are happening to you, the outcome is that much better because you are choosing how you're reacting. You're looking at your life through that glass half full with those rosy goggles on and you are minimizing the negative. You're writing out that negative cycle. You're getting out of the, I feel bad. I'm going to complain about it. Now I feel even worse. You're stopping that and you're going into, I can do it. I am powerful. I am great just as I am and I am capable of whatever I put out there. So keep that in mind the next time you try to tell yourself no, switch it to a yes and just go. Go out there, get whatever you want because you can. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. I've had a blast this week, and I can't wait to catch up next week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me. Low Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.